2: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to uh, WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Morati Show. Good to be back. Missed you guys yesterday. was up in Boston for the day or for Patriots Day. Saw a very uh, uh, underwhelming game, performance by the Red Sox, but it was wonderful because I get to spend a day with my daughter, so that was great. And uh, thanks to uh, Joe Markley for uh, stepping up and filling in uh, in my absence. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Some more amens that came in. I just want to give you a quick shout out. Uh, Let's see, that would be Daniel D, T-Bone, Phil L, Gene with a J, Gene S, and Joe A. So uh, thank you for those uh, the the support and your amens. Um, I mentioned this last week. And I'm hoping we can get this person on the show because just I had a chuckle when I saw it, Uh, and it's it's kind of it's a new pack apparently a political action committee. They're calling it Parents Against Stupid Stuff, (laughs) and I thought yes. In fact, I think it was actually our next guest who mentioned it last week. That was my first understanding of it. So joining us now on the hotline, the former managing editor, still a contributor to the Journal Inquirer, one of the good papers left in Connecticut. Uh Chris Powell. Chris, welcome to the show.
1: Uh great to be with you again, Will.
2: So I think if if I'm if memory serves me correctly, I think it's actually you did last Tuesday. You mentioned this to me, first time I'd heard about it. Um trying to get the uh Sean Feeler, uh who's the uh he's a investment fund manager from Stanford on yeah it's um, Filer. 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 I just I had a laugh. I had a laugh when I heard it. I mean it's so appropriate, right? Um and you say in your your latest offering, you said Connecticut should should, uh, should could could use clamor against stupid stuff. So why why should the, the Connecticut as a state be be sensitive to not being uh, subject to stupid stuff? <laughs> well, there's a what, lot of stupid how stuff. How can going we begin? The,
1: uh, yeah, there's a lot of stupid stuff going on in the legislature right now. The state senate just voted to give unemployment benefits to to strikers, uh, which uh, is apparently not likely to pass the house but it's a it's a demonstration of the stupid intent of the democratic majority in the yeah. in, in the general assembly uh... the parents against uh... stupid stuff committee that uh... <laughs> investment fund manager sean filer uh... has uh... has started uh... is going to target he says uh... three uh... issues uh... one is uh... uh... sexual material in uh... in school curriculums uh... particularly uh, aimed at, uh, at younger students. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's going to target uh, letting uh, transgender males uh, compete in, in the girls' sports events, and it's going to target uh, critical race theory. Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm not sure how much critical race theory is figuring in school curriculums in, in Connecticut. I, I do know that racial issues and racial posturing is being insinuated into... Mm-hmm the so called social emotional learning that uh, schools are now engaging in uh, uh, instead of academic learning, but uh, uh, there is a fair issue in there uh, yeah. somewhere the sexual material in curriculums well we know from the incidents in uh, in enfield and and hartford that uh there's very questionable things going on that uh, schools do not want parents to know about, and really, well, you don't.
2: couldn't even get answers. You 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 were trying to get answers, couldn't get answers, correct?
1: Yeah. Well, I couldn't get answers from you know really either the Enfield school system or the Hartford school system. There's that stupid uh, uh, pizza sex uh, lesson that uh, mm-hmm. was in mm. I guess one of the middle schools in Enfield, yeah. and it. Uh, school administration still has not explained how that got into the school system. Um, they admitted it's a mistake, but they they didn't say how how this stuff is coming in and and you know who who was asked for it in the school system. In the Hartford yeah. uh, incident, we have the nurse who was suspended. Uh, uh, <clears throat> she said that uh, uh, even kindergartners <clears throat> are being uh, propagandized with. Uh, Transgenderism uh, as a matter of, uh, <clears throat> of school school policy. Mm-hmm. Um, she also said that uh, kids who are, are suffering from uh, gender dysphoria uh, are telling their teachers about it, but school staff is is deliberately concealing this from from parents. We could not get a denial of that ass- uh, assertion from the school administration. School administration Hartford doesn't. Doesn't want to provide any serious answers about this stuff at all. So the, the, that's that's a serious issue. Of course, the transgender uh, participation in girls' sports was a really a, a national scandal from Connecticut for a few years until until recently. Uh, mm-hmm. We had I guess two or three transgender boys participating in girls' cross country and really sweeping the the table on that. Uh, uh, I I don't think the transgender stuff is is going to be recognized as the scandal it is until it starts uh, uh, impeding the uh, chances of the UConn women's basketball team, and then people will will find the courage to uh, say, hey, this is nonsense. Anyway, uh, Filer uh, says he wants to raise a million dollars to uh, 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 clamor against this stuff. I, I wish him the best because I think we need. Uh, we need a, a debate on these things. I we need too. to explore what is really happening here, and uh, uh, we need to uh, uh, hold candidates uh, accountable for their their positions on these things. Really, to to ask them to give us positions on on these things, and that's supposedly what Parents Against Stupid Stuff is uh, is going to do. So I wish finally the best in raising. I do really too. Life. I mean,
2: I, I'm delighted with it. And I'm glad someone's stepping up and actually doing something about it in a, in a substantive way. Now, let me ask you a question. I mean, Chris, some things that, I mean, we just, we just believe them. Right. And we've believed them for a long time and we, and we know that, you know, gravity, we believe, you know, we believe in gravity, right? I mean, there's just certain things we believe in. And why is it now in this climate, it is so controversial. And, and I'm, I'm shocked that it took so little time to have this happen, but why is it so controversial to just say, listen, You can be whatever you want to be here in the United States. If you, if you're a boy and you want to be a girl, that, you know, that's your right. Go ahead. But why is it so controversial now to say, well, but if you are a boy and want to be a girl, you can't compete in girl sports if you're a biological male. Why is that so? Oh my gosh. How could you say that? It's, it's like this, this controversial thing that, you know, 20 years ago was a no brainer. 10 years ago was a no brainer. Why, why has it become such a, such a, a, a taboo kind of a topic.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. It's. I think maybe it's partly the corruption of uh, power. The political left has been in power in uh, so many places for so long. They they think uh, as analysis in Wonderland, they can they can believe a half dozen impossible things before breakfast. Uh, it's an article of, uh, of faith for them uh, uh, somehow. Um, but uh, you know what? What I think is really. Uh, crazy about it politically is that uh, letting the transgender boys compete in in girls' events is effectively to repeal Title IX of the yeah. Civil Rights Act of 1972, which which was a a big liberal objective. Uh, that is, uh, a, it was a recognition that uh, women were not getting athletic opportunities, full athletic opportunities in in government and higher education and high school uh, institutions, and that they deserved equal treatment. And since men are generally, uh, you know, bigger, have more stronger physiques, uh, the women could not get equal opportunity without their own reserved uh, right, events. Right, this, right. this was the premise of uh... title nine and and its interpretation it was a it was a great liberal accomplishment of equal opportunity and now this transgenderism being advanced by the political left is effectively uh, an attempt to repeal Title nine It's 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 the most regressive anti-equality uh, idea that you know we we could have. I I don't I don't get it at all uh, either. Well, but hmm. but I, I I think it's it is stupid stuff, uh, and I think most people would acknowledge it as stupid stuff. Most people will acknowledge that you know gender is real. There are gender differences, and. Uh, uh, they're just too afraid to uh, to say anything about it, to protest. It's like the emperor's new clo- clothes, and I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping if uh, you know, with Tyler's help, this issue is pressed. Uh, you know, people will be a little less frightened to uh, to stand up for uh, women's
3: equality.
2: I mean, I I feel like this is such a an important issue because I think it really strikes at the heart of our culture. If if we're gonna throw this out the window. Then, then what else are we going to what else are we going to allow to stand i mean you know where are the feminists i mean i i think it's a movement that you know when when the loudest voice you have crying out crying against it is 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 a former olympian transgender person you know in 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 Bruce Caitlyn Jenner i mean he he's she completely against it And and why aren't there, where are the feminists? Where are the women's rights people standing going, this cannot be allowed to have happened. This is wrong. I mean, this is a very simple thing. This is not, you don't have to be a biologist to figure this out. It's just, it's just wrong. It's just straight out wrong. And it's unfair to women. These girls that, you know, again, could, could potentially lose scholarships. And, you know, you hate to wait until it gets on Gino's radar before it becomes a problem. But, you know, there's a lot, that's a wide berth, but. Uh, I I don't I, maybe maybe this is what it's going to take. It's people putting money behind it and 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 really trying to bring more focus to it.
3: Um. Well, Philo
1: wants to use uh you know this uh, this this clamor uh, to oppose Governor Lamont's uh, re-election, and I I wouldn't say that's uh, totally unfair, but uh you know the the governor is not really uh, a, a cheerleader for. Uh, you know, sexual curriculums for kindergartners. He's not really a cheerleader for critical race uh, theory. He's not a cheerleader for transgenderism. In fact, mm-hmm. insofar as uh, he's got a position on transgenderism. It's it's just local option, which is to duck the issue entirely. He doesn't right, want to right. deal with it. Um, so uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not sure that the governor is is the uh, you know the the responsible party here on, on yeah. all these issues. But you know, he's certainly certainly letting these things happen. Right. Uh, they, they're you know they're 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 happening uh, you know with his complicity anyway. You know, I, on the other hand, uh, you know I. I don't know that I've gotten a position on these uh, issues out of out of Bob Stefanowski either. Uh, he uh, he was on the, on the radio yeah, last yeah. week and he 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 acknowledged the unfairness to women of uh, transgender participation in sports, but. Uh, uh, as yet, I don't think he has a position uh, against it. Uh, I mean, look, we we've, we've got uh, laws and policies in Connecticut that uh, say that uh, you know, if if you're a man and you want to participate in uh, women's sports, just declare yourself a woman and you can do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I I, I hope we're going to get a chance to vote for a governor who says that's wrong.
2: Well, and you know, if, if nothing else, maybe the, the starting of this, of this pack is going to smoke some folks out and, and make them go on the record. You know, maybe, oh, maybe so. this will make Lamont have to go on the record and we'll know exactly where he stands. And the other candidate says, well, maybe that's, I mean, I don't know what his motivation is. I have not even spoken to him I'm trying to get him on the show, but, um, you know, maybe it's going to smoke these folks out and, 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 and force them to take a stand.
1: Well, I, I think that will be the civic, you know, purpose of this uh, this political action uh, committee. Uh, quite apart from any uh, harm it can do to Lamont's re-election campaign, uh, uh, you know, the, these issues need to be talked about, and you know, perhaps even, you know, just as much as the transgenderism stuff. Uh, the the account the unaccountability of our school systems on the uh, on the sexual curriculum uh, issues needs to be needs to be drawn out uh, the, the schools are doing stuff along these lines that they aggressively don't want the public to know about
3: yeah, absolutely. That, that
1: was the, 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 the lesson of my exchange with the Hartford School System publicist the other day and uh, I, I think uh, it's the, the, the same with what happened up in Enfield uh, mm-hmm. they are doing things that they don't want the public to know about and that's absolutely wrong in a public school system
2: Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And I, and I guess another thing that is just so – we're talking with Chris Powell from the Journal Inquirer. Um One of the things that is so striking to me, Chris, is all, this has happened so quickly. I, I mean, if you just think back, I, I said 20, really 10 years ago. If you would have just thought back 10 years ago and say, would you allow – a biological male who's transitioning to be a female would you let them compete in girl high school sports? I would think that the, resoundingly ninety percent of people would say no It oh, just one, not would not even been a question and now're now, we're, it, now it's like no we today. have to think about it
1: yeah well uh, yeah, but I think ninety percent would say so today if they could say so privately without being identified uh, but, uh,
3: okay.
1: uh, people are, are
3: afraid yeah. you know
1: if, if you take a politically incorrect position today, you are very much in danger of being called some kind of a phobe yep. or a racist yeah. or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, the the fascist impulse is very much alive with the political left now. They, mm-hmm. they know that they can they can triumph politically with intimidation and uh, misrepresentation and disparagement. And, mm-hmm. you know, people don't want to be called a transphobe. They don't want to be called a racist. Uh, uh, they just as soon go on their way and have, you know, their politically correct thoughts private
2: well i I take the old sticks and stones approach you know i mean i i know who i am i know what i believe and uh you can you can call me what you want to call me but it doesn't make it true right so i don't know chris we just need more people who are willing to uh to to stand up and and uh you know respectfully voice their opinion I, i i don't know I don't know how we do that. I wish I had an answer for that, but
1: well, uh, listen, maybe, you know, if Sean Feiler gets a million dollars together and uh I don't know, does some advertising or commercials or <clears throat> interviews or or whatever, I I hope maybe he'll give courage to uh to other people and, and even give a little courage to uh uh journalism in Connecticut, which, yeah. you know, basically lets these issues, you know, slide. I mean, as far as I know, Nobody else has uh, put a critical question to uh, the Hartford School Administration about, you know, what, whether what the nurse said was true. Uh, nobody is uh, is pressing the Enfield School System right, right now to to say, well, you know, where did the pizza sex lesson come from? Yeah. How, how did that get into the school? Are you subscribing to some? you know, sexual curriculum service. I mean, uh, you know, even the school board in Enfield didn't ask the superintendent that. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, th- there's stuff going on, uh, but it's, it's not being accounted for, and, you know, journalism should ha- help account for it, but it's not being done.
2: Do you think, last question, Chris, do you think it's possible there could be a renaissance in journalism? Now, I'm not saying people are all going to become right-wing Republicans, but I'm saying, do you think with a, a new generation coming in, do you think there's possible that we could at least get at least at the level of Walter Cronkite kind of stuff. I mean is is that is that a pipe dream or or do you think there'd be a possibility? Oh,
1: that? I'm you know, I'm not very hopeful about this. Well, I, I I concluded some years ago that there was uh uh you know, no 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 future for Uh, You know, journalism, uh, you know, where uh, literacy and civic engagement were collapsing as they've been, you know, collapsing in Connecticut. Uh, uh, You know, social and emotional learning is replacing academic teaching in our schools. You know, the, 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 the kids coming out of schools in Connecticut today, you know, when they're tested, it shows that, you know, half or more than half have not mastered high school math not mastered high school English, they're not prepared to be newspaper readers or readers at all, uh, much less citizens. And, uh, uh, you know, unless we we fix that, uh, you know, we don't have a future as a democracy. Democracy requires literacy and civic engagement. And, you know, we're not teaching that. We're, you know, we're teaching transgenderism and uh, you know, social emotional learning. And part of this is because half the kids in the schools don't have any parents, and so you know the the, the schools are trying to be parents.
2: Well, and and that's that, again, I, I I put a lot of this responsibility on churches, but that's a whole other conversation. Hey, Chris, thank you so much. We always love having you on, and I know the listeners enjoy very much having you on. Chris Paul, Journal Inquirer, keep up the good work, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, Will. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, maybe we'll come back. Maybe we won't. (laughs) You know, kind of, kind of pressed it to the end here. So, uh, we'll have open phone lines when we return 860-522-9842. Will Marotti Show, Tuesday edition, WTIC News Talk 1080.
1: This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080.
2: Welcome back 1039 WTIC News Talk 1080. Um, want to say thanks. More amens came in Phyllis L. Mary Robert M. Thank you, thank you, thank you, one and all. Um, interesting story I saw last week, and I said, you know, it's so typical, it's so typical of the kinds of things that have been happening for far too long and that is that the FBI this came this was a time time uh, time.com story time time magazine um, story um, apparently the FBI is not releasing crime figures for the end of last year and um, and you have to ask yourself the question why why is that why would there be no filing for crime figures? Now either they don't have them to file, could be an answer. They um, don't want people to see the statistics could be an answer. or there, there could be there could be another explanation. I'm not saying it's an answer. There could be another explanation, and that's what the FBI has chosen, another explanation. So as the story goes, academics and other experts who track the rising and falling crime in America were expecting Monday, this is last Monday, a fresh bash of data from the FBI. Quarterly aggregated crime stats, courtesy of local police departments. That would give a picture of trends across the country for 2021. Instead, the agency announced that it would not be releasing the statistics due to a lack of data provided by local police departments. The agencies noted that they had received data from 9,881 law enforcement agencies out of a total of 18,818 agencies. Well, in order to release the data, the agency required a 60% participation rate And this is only about a, a, you know, 50, whatever, 1% participation rate. Now, Jacob Kaplan, a criminologist from Princeton, says it's a pretty arbitrary threshold because 60% 60 is completely meaningless. It's not like 60% is is useful and 59% isn't useful. So you have to wonder why? Why is that? Why are we not releasing data on crime statistics? Hmm. Well, apparently there's some reporting system that is in play. Uh, the FBI, when they're tracking these things for decades, use a system called UCR, the Uniform Crime Reporting Program, to collect data. In 2021, the Bureau switched to a different system called the National Incident-Based Reporting System, NIBRS, which provides more details on crimes that are reported. Problem being the problem, the large percentage of police departments do not have the NIBRS system, which is expensive and can be difficult to implement into the department. According to the Bureau of Statistics, It would cost up to $377,000 for a department to switch over to NIBRS and cost over $53,000 a year for annual maintenance. According to the FBI, 63% of all police agencies in the country are using NIBRS system, but big systems like (laughs) New York and L.A. don't use it. Which means their crime trends are completely left out of the analysis. The absence of now this is from Rick Rosenfield, a criminologist at University of Missouri-St. Louis. St. Louis, the absence of the two largest cities in the country begs the question as to what kind of confidence should the public have in these numbers that can be reported by the FBI. The FBI did not respond for comment to collecting the data. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of crazy when you know, you know that crime is up everywhere in the country. You know, murders are up. What was it? I read this report a couple of months ago, 12 12 major cities in the United States, all-time high murder records, all-time high. They just happen to have Democrat-controlled mayors and councils. Not that that should matter, right? (laughs) But this is what we're facing. So now we don't even have the numbers. This is the most trusted crime agency in the country the FBI supposedly and we don't even have the numbers here it is April past halfway mark in April and we don't know what the more more current crime statistics are for 2021 hmm so was was that planned we we switched to this this much more expensive much more labor intensive system to report the crimes was that planned to do it then? So oh, well, I just can't get the numbers. So we can't. Re- why don't you release what you do have? You do have data from ninety eight hundred, almost ten thousand agencies. Why don't Why don't you release that data, FBI? That's worth a call, don't you think? I don't know. Eight hundred. Uh, I'm sorry. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Let's go to uh, Susan. Susan, welcome to the program.
0: Hi, it's uh, Susan Regan, the other Republican. Oh, hi, Susan, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm actually doing great. Thank you. I um, <clears throat> want to talk about the transgender uh, subject. Uh, Joe Markley, I have spoken to him at some length. I've actually interviewed him on my show, Connecticut Valley Views. And uh, I, I want to be very clear about my statement. Actually, I have been saying for months all of the issues that we've had, the social-emotional the curriculum in schools, standing up for the parents. I've attended so many RTCs and meetings that were about the Board of Education and their issues. Uh, I have addressed this subject on a continual basis in my interviews on other radio shows. Mm-hmm. And in particular, um, this has been a central core of my position. So I just want to state for the record, okay. totally against transgenders participating in women's sports i have i am not floating away from that at all or being mm-hmm. wishy-washy about it it's quite clear and i'm an athlete i'm a jock i've done many sports over the years and so i totally understand where the women are coming from and i want to make sure that your listeners know that that's my stand on it I'm yeah well the fact <laughs> of the matter is <clears throat> men are built differently and how for how long have we been told women are the weak weaker sex for how long have we been told their ACLs wear out faster than men. They're not built the same way. Sure. So they could have, transgender could have their own separate competitions. Exactly. However they yeah. would like to organize it. Why, why can't it's... they
2: have a transgender division? Male, female, exactly. transgender. It why would, can't they do men that? Men
0: to women or women to men, and they could separate those two, or they could just combine it all together. And Susan, are you taking... surprised,
2: as I asked Chris Powell, are you surprised yeah. that even i'm going to say 10 years ago yes. this would have been this wouldn't even have been a discussion you you would not take a biological male trans transitioning into female and then let them compete against biological females in high school you yes. wouldn't do that yes. It just wouldn't happen yes. right but why now is it such a hot button issue and 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 people get so so passionate about oh you you have to let it happen or you're this or you're that how how did that happen how do we go upside down so quickly susan
0: I think, um, I think that the, the woke, uh, the, the whole issue of people being able to speak freely, uh, to be able to be the person they are, uh, gay people, I think it opens the door for a discussion. If those people can do what they want to do, then I should be able to do what I want to do. And so now we have children that we are educating in school that want to be a giraffe at three right. years old. Right. So uh, once you open this Pandora's box of whatever, you could make something up for the next rollout of whatever it might be. It, it, you could pick up a subject, and if anybody speaks against you about that subject, now you have the new trend, and everybody yeah. will get on board like a bunch of sheep, and we'll be adding on LGBTQ223, whatever. I believe in people doing what they want to do, but when you take women's sports, for which we know uh, is inappropriate, to compete, people who are men, their bones are different, their muscles are different, and no matter whether you put breasts on them or remove other organs, that does not change the structure. Much like a Ford truck, the base of the truck is not a cruising convertible sports car. It has a well, truck just, ride, feel it's like rough, it, and it's this, tough, and it can pull. The sports car can't pull. This, this is such... I mean, and if you just
2: if you just approach this from common sense, yes, and understand the biology, it doesn't matter what kind of hormonal treatment you're doing or whether you have long hair, short hair, makeup, no makeup. The, mm-hmm. the, just the biological difference in a male and a female body.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: This is such a common sense issue, and yet that that has just completely gone out the window. And what about well, where's all the feminists? Where's all the well, women's right people uh, yeah, saying, "Wait I, a minute, how about these girls? This isn't fair. They might they might right. lose a scholarship over this. I mean, right, even the
0: NCAA, right. they're they're like, cowarding in this issue. It's just it's so pathetic. It's called fear." Fear of not being included in the group to be, we have to teach more independent thinking. I'll give you another, I'll give you another case we can look at. If you have the military and you're going to be in the Marine Corps or you're going to be in special ops or whatever it may be, we all know that women who attempt to go into some of these areas, we know that many of them, you know, fail or they give up or whatever. Right there is a woman who is very, you know, athletic, taking care of herself in good shape. She attempts to go in and can't do the 200-pound lift and carry it for a mile. Right, right there we have the comparison. So, you know, it, it's it's very you can dial up the facts and you can see them that women can't make it into the military as easily as men. They can fly planes.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that's but- the thing. It just, uh, it, 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 I, I guess, it saddens me that we've got reached oh. this point in our in our so. Susan, well, thank you very much. How's the campaign going?
0: The campaign's going very, very well. The delegates, I think, are listening very closely. I really, truly hope we have a primary so that the people can have their choice of voice. It's, I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's democratic democracy at work. Yeah. And so I appreciate the time. And, and how can people get, uh, if they want
2: more information about you and get involved, yep. how, Su- how do they do that?
0: Yes, Susan, S-U-S-A-N-F-O-R, 4, Connecticut, C T. 2022.com. Thank you for the okay. time. I appreciate it.
2: Thank you, Susan. Appreciate you calling in. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break. Come back. We're going to get us set up for the last caller of the day. Last caller of the day. Between rounds, bagel. Last caller of the day. So stay with us. We'll be right back after a couple commercials. WTIC News Talk 1080. Back to the Will Marotti Show
1: on WTIC News Talk 1080.
2: All right, we got a couple of open phone lines. I'd like to see those fill up as we get ready for the last caller of the day. 860-522-9842. Interesting story. Uh, I don't think it's going to go. Well, it may. I don't know. I don't know. I say that, but things that I don't think are going to gain traction end up really um, taking hold in some places. California looking to shorten the week work week. They want to make the work week a, uh, a four-day week. And... Um, you know, I don't know. Does that mean you're, you're, you're? Of course, you can't reduce the pay, so you have to. You have to be the same pay. You have to reduce the work week. AB in, in California, AB uh, twenty nine thirty two would reduce the work week. Change the work week definition from forty to thirty two, with companies more than five hundred employees. All right, well, so I guess that smaller companies <laughs> really. I'll tell you the truth right now. I I think a lot of companies have a hard time figuring out if they're getting forty hours out of their people. Honestly. I, I don't know that that's even a, you know, I mean, and now of course the remote thing is so big; everybody wants to work from home. I don't know everybody, but a lot, a lot of folks, a lot of folks. Or and if they don't want to work from home exclusively, they want to have some kind of a hybrid program where they were. And honest, I would not want to do it work at home. I would, I, I like, you know, I wouldn't want to be at my house all day and that be my office as well. I know people that do that. I wouldn't want to do that. I want to get out more. And so I, I I like having an office to go to and and being able to participate in, in those things. So I, I, I don't know if that's if that's the, the best thing. All right, Between Rounds, last caller of the day. Uh, you will receive uh, a dozen free bagels for six months, courtesy of Between Rounds Bagel Deli and Bakery. They have locations in Manchester, South Windsor, Vernon, and... Talland, where I made a stop yesterday, Talland. And uh, let's see. Let's go to na, 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 na. let's go to Mike in Bark Hampstead. Mike, congratulations. You are the between rounds bagel, last caller of the day. What's on your
3: mind? Oh my goodness. I hope they have egg bagels. My grandchildren love them. Good. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, I'm I'm very conservative as yourself and also a rationally thinking, intelligent. Um Reality-based person, and I'm also have dabbled in Republican politics, much to my chagrin. And I've got to tell you that you're really underestimating the uh, determination of the people who run the Republican Party in Hartford to lose. Don't want to govern. Really, I was a fundraiser just just the other week, and he would not. Him or his vice governor? Neither one would. I, I brought up the issue of, of the uh, nurse in Hartford that was fired for yeah. uh, letting people know the blank look on his face, the uh, the just kind of the stammering. Well, yes, it's something we really should maybe uh, I look into. Are uh, no, you're kidding uh, me! No, no, they, well, That's disappointing. They just, uh, we can actually we can win it hands down. in between the between just. Just running against Biden, just like they did against Trump. I mean, sure, sure. the the between between transgender issues, uh, identifying you, you know all these. He's just Well, it just it I mean, just. I don't it don't just but I the, to repeat them. It's so obvious. why are they
2: afraid, Mike? Then I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna put you on hold, and Matt's gonna take your information. Why are they so afraid to take a stand? Why are people so afraid?
3: I think they don't want the attacks. I think the the the. The uh, social justice warriors are real. They're out there. They're crusading. They're attacking mercilessly. And and got to realize that the current progressive ideology that controls the Democrats is a is. It's vicious, burnt. They, they, they will burn the fields before they yeah, get me scor- anybody there. Mike, i, I got to
2: put you on hold. Thank you so much for your call. Thank Congratulations. You. Matt's going to take your information. Guys, that's it for me. I'm out of time. Thank you so much. Tomorrow, all-caller Wednesday. I mean, listen, we need you guys to call in, share your thoughts, your opinions, your, your observations, and uh, have a great afternoon. God bless you. I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock